0: Hi friends! Welcome to the Seek Holy Living Podcast with Christis Faboda. I am a wife to my wonderful husband, mom to my five precious children, and a friend to some amazing moms that I can't wait to introduce to you. Mothering is not a journey meant to be traveled alone. Join me every Monday for a new podcast where you will find hope, joy, and purpose. When God created men and women in the very beginning, His Word is so clear from the very start that He made us different as men and women, yet He still created us in His image, which is just so incredible as we understand more who God is and His work in creating and His work that continues through creation and that will continue until one day He takes us home. Things that we can't really even understand. How can women be in his image and men be in his image, yet he is still the same God? But today we're going to be talking specifically about God's creation, his good creation of women, and the way that he has made us differently than men in the softness that he has made for women, and how we have a uniqueness to us as women in our humility in our meekness, not something that the world says is the characteristics of a woman, right? But what God's word speaks so strongly about us as women. And I was thinking about how God has created us with a heart for our home and has called us to have a heart for our home in a unique way. And how that is even a reflection of who God is, because we've been created in his image, right? From the very beginning, God was the gar- the creator of the garden, that he was the tender of this space. He created it as he wanted it to be, and he tended it. And now Christ has gone to heaven, and he is preparing a place for us. And here we are as wives and mothers with the gift of reflecting that part of who God is by being the tender of our home. And I'm so glad to be having this conversation today with my good friend, Rachel Wilson. We have been friends for many, many years. You've probably heard her on my podcast before if you've listened uh, for a while. The last one we did was episode 78 together about detoxing your home. Um, But Rachel and I do life closely together. If you ever see my nature adventure days, she's my nature adventure buddy, and she has three wonderful children who are 11, 10, and 7, and Rachel has been married for 16 years. And what a gift our friendship has been from college days into our early teaching years when we were both losing our minds together, and now far into parenthood and how God has just brought us through so many seasons together. It's been such a gift. So you're going to want to follow her on Instagram. She is at Nature Schooled. And of course, I'll put that in the show notes down below and be watching that we're going to do a giveaway that is really going to be specifically to serve your heart as a mom of what we can be doing as moms to allow God to cultivate this softness in us, that the world says is the opposite of what we should be being. But isn't that what we want? Don't we want to be salt and light? And the more that we're different than the world, the more that we get to shine as a light for him. So this is going to be so great. So glad to have Rachel here with me. Rachel, thank you so much for joining me again today. This is
1: wonderful. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. It's really a pleasure. And we were talking about really how long we've been friends and, um, I'm really honored that you picked me for this topic because it's something that I have really struggled in actually and um God has really refined me a lot and is still doing it so
0: <laughs> yeah well I've definitely grown in that with you and it's been a it's a gift to get to be in close relationships with women who are seeking God because we do we grow and we change and it's not looked upon as something bad and I hope that that's something that other women are able to take from this, that there like is zero condemnation in this or anything of a critical spirit, but really, really just digging into God's word and saying, what does God's word say? And um, we're going to talk about this. What is softness? But before we jump right into it, I do want to just put a little bit of a um, disclaimer up front that... We're not going to be jumping into topics talking about anything relating to abuse or um anything controlling of husbands or women, you know, just being a um like stepped on by their husbands and letting their husbands just trample over them. We're not going that direction today. So if you're in a place where you're saying, you know what, this is this could never be in my marriage because my husband's very abusive or my husband's so extremely controlling or whatever. This is not that's not what we're speaking to. So um while I do think that the world's tendency is to say yeah a christian woman can be this way when her husband's acting like a christian man and I would argue maybe we could be that way anyway but it's not in a place where there's anything abusive going on. So just put that out there as a start. So let's let's go ahead and jump in Rachel about softness. What what is softness? How do you even define this?
1: Well, um, I do know that softness can kind of like invoke fears in women because we're like, we don't Mm want to be soft. Kind of like we were saying, we don't want to be trampled on um, or abused, not even physical abuse, but just like the feeling of being trampled on, like they're getting their way all the time or something. But I actually found um, the verse 1 Peter. Um, in chapter three, talking about softness and how important it is to God and actually says that the unfading beauty of your inner self of a gentle and quiet spirit, compassionate and humble. Um, Mm. it also talks about how we're like gentle and we're supposed to respect, um, and not like repay evil for evil or insult for insult. Um, but repay evil with blessing and you can inherit Mm -hmm. a blessing from that. So Mm -hmm. I loved the way they described that softness because um, there is, I don't know, I know we're going to get more into it, but what did you think?
0: Well, I kind of almost took it as the opposite of what the world says, because Mm -hmm. as a mom of a 10-year-old daughter, I know that this was pushed on us when we were growing up too about, you know, you be strong, you be fierce, you be mighty. And it's not like I am one. Neither of us are. It's kind of funny that we're having this conversation because (laughs) neither of us are ones to just like sit back. Like if there was a, like a competition, you and I would fight to the death (laughs) in the competition, which is maybe why we're good. This is why God has put this on our hearts because we're both naturally super competitive and super strong willed. Maybe we could say determined. The world likes that better than strong willed. <laughs> um and, and confident. It's not like we're not confident people because we have are like seeking a spirit of softness towards the Lord. But I think about what I see on shirts for my daughter. And when Annabelle and Adeline and I are going shopping for them, and the shirts are like, you know, uh fierce. Like, fierce. <laughs> like what even is that? Like strength, like, okay. Yes. yes. Strength, but like strength in yourself, strength in like God? being stronger than others. Yeah. Like be powerful, like mighty, like what are these things? And when did, when did the like the beauty of woman, even like all of these princesses now, instead of just having a shirt with like princesses, like, oh yeah, that's sweet. That's that character. That's that character. That's that character. So often they have to give these words to describe them that are most of them, I would say are probably the opposite of soft. So the world is not so subtly speaking the opposite of what I believe God's word says about women into the hearts of our young girls as well.
1: Yeah, another word too um, that I've seen in the Bible is meekness.
0: Mm-hmm. And so
1: I do feel like that describes softness, but meek, I kind of used to associate it with just like weakness. Uh-huh. Um, but it is not weakness or sluggishness or laziness. It actually means that you're like open to being, te- you're teachable, receptive, you're gentle. Um, another way I thought of the softness too that I see in women is just our hospitality and preparing like life-giving spaces. That is a huge form of like softness and meekness. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I even read about the woman's brain. Did you hear about that? That there's like actually a larger area in our brain that stores like emotions, relational memories than in men's. Yes. So you can actually see the um, physical differences in the brain. Um, mm-hmm. That can, And so that's why women do tend to be you know, hurt more emotionally or hold on to things longer, but there's the opposite side of the coin because you can also deep love so deeply and um, have so much more relationally. So yes,
0: yeah. Well, and going back to God's words, so what God's word says about this too? I was thinking about Titus two, three through five says, likewise, teach the older women to be reverent in the way they live, not to be slanderers or addicted to much wine, but to teach what is good. Then they can urge the younger women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled and pure, to be busy at home, to be kind, and to be subject to their husbands so that no one will malign the word of God. And when I read that for the first time and read the end of it, in a different way, not for the first time. I had read it many times, but I saw it for the first time in a new way when I read the end of it so that no one will malign the word of God. If we're not living this way, if I'm not living as self-controlled and pure and busy at home, as kind and subject to my husband, it's almost giving people ammo to incorrectly understand or to fight against or to speak against the
1: word of God. And that's pretty serious. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I love that it focuses on the b- busyness of being at home mm-hmm. because a lot of times in our culture, we can feel like, oh, I'm just a stay at home mom or right. we're just home today. We're just home this weekend. No, right. you're doing God's work. Like you're busy at home. That's huge. And did you read the part in the verse two that it talked about not being addicted to too much wine?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because
1: that's another thing too, in the month, like the wine culture, like I need wine to mother, which is completely unbiblical and, mm-hmm. um, but it's very, very popular right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and I also, I had also gone to that first Peter passage thinking about what God's word says about, about softness and our role as wives and that idea of being subject to our husbands. And even thinking back from the very beginning of Genesis, that that was an element of the curse is that between women and men and how there is this tension now that exists between husbands and wives as a result of the fall. So this began with sin and it continues with sin
1: even still today. Yeah. Yeah. And you know this too. God made even our bodies soft. Like we're just so much softer than men. So yes, a huge difference from the inside out.
0: Right. I remember um, someone talking about even like the shapes of our arms and how Mm -hmm. though as a woman, like the actual like physical dimensions of our arms, I had never heard this before but that they're different the way that it's built that we have this like cradle space differently to our arms than a man does to his arms and it makes sense because like when we (laughs) go to an amusement park and I'm holding a baby for hours (laughs) and it's fine I can just hold them and hold them and hold them and then Sean takes one and he's got them for like 20 minutes and he's dying (laughs) and you look at their bodies you're like how can you be dying you have these like (laughs) muscles and like strength to lift things that I can't, yet <laughs> you can't hold our like 15, 20, 30 pound person for as long as I can. Like it just didn't make sense. But reading that there's an actual difference in the structure of how God designed our arms and our bodies that he did, he purposely made us softer. And um, the way that children, you know, cuddle in oh. and coming close to you is different as a woman than it is as a man. Yeah, I love that. Um, so let's talk about this being a biblical worldview because I think that's really what it comes down to is we look at what scripture says and look at what scripture ultimately, I mean, a lot of these things are things that we will fight against and say, well, it doesn't say this or it doesn't say that. But instead, let's just look at what it does say, and the Holy Spirit can work. And we can move forward from there. So this is a biblical worldview, I think, that culture has shifted over time and twisted to be something very different. And I personally have seen so many blessings in submitting to God's design of softness that when I have struggled and chosen to submit to what his actual design is of me being meek and me being soft. I have never, ever regretted it.
1: Right. Exactly.
0: So why don't you go ahead and start? Do you want to share a story or two about some blessings that you've seen in your own personal life, just like as a testimony to obedience, to submitting in this area and growing in this area? Since it's not, it's not natural probably for either
1: of either of us. Is it natural for anyone? I was actually thinking that because I mean, that's, I feel like why God says it so many times in scriptures, because it's not, you know, God did make us. Mm. So if we want to use the word fierce, but he did put that inside of us, um, you know, to want to stand up and want to protect our kids or whatever it may be. But this has always been a struggle for me. And, um, as far as like a story, I can actually think back really far because like you said, I've been married 16 years and um, right when we got married, um, my husband was like, so we didn't have kids for five years, but right when we got married, he was like, oh, when you have kids, you're going back to work. And I was like, "Um, no, I actually don't want to do that. And so I don't even know how this happened this early because I was so <laughs> immature at the time. But I really felt God calling me to just pray about it. And because mm. I knew we had time, first of all, but I really did just pray about it. I was like, Lord, just like change his heart. And I just was kind of like, okay, like he, he's allowed to want what he wants, but I'm allowed to want what I want because I do feel like God put that desire in my heart. Mm-hmm. And then fast forward, he just like came to me one day. I was like, I think you should stay home with our kids. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That was one where God totally grew my faith and I've continued to do that. And does it work every time? No, but Mm -hmm. it is um, something that has just been a blessing to our marriage.
0: (laughs) So, Isn't it amazing to see the Holy Spirit go before us that if we know our husband has a relationship with the Lord, even regardless of how his maybe actions in an area are not reflecting that. Maybe mm-hmm. there's something in that's going on that you think this is not of the Lord, the way that you're living, but we say, you know, you can say something or maybe you just pray or maybe you say something one time. And then instead of being the nagging wife, you just pray about it and let the Holy Spirit work because the Holy Spirit's going to convict and speak a lot
1: stronger than you are. Yeah. And sometimes it works in me and I change mm-hmm. my mind. Oh, so. yeah. So it's not just to like, get what you want, um, which, you know, you're saying like, both of us are very determined. Um, my mom actually told me that when I was a child, I was like extremely determined. And, um, the word she used was stubborn and she prayed and prayed and prayed that God would just change me until she realized that that's how God made me and actually protected Mm -hmm. me from a lot of things. Yeah. And God is using it now in my maturity, but, um, some little words of encouragement for those moms that have those daughters <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. or maybe mm-hmm. you're the daughter.
0: <laughs> yeah. We did an episode a long time ago, my mom and my sister and I did about the gifts of a strong willed child. And it was a really long time ago. I think episode like 18 or something like that. Wow. Um, but talking about that, there are gifts that come with that too, that it's really is not just all downfall. Um. One, I have definitely seen submission having its its blessings in our marriage as well, when my heart is soft to the Lord. And I think that's what it comes down to is it's really a soft posture of the heart to the Lord that then comes out as softness in other areas as well. And when I see the harshness come up in these other areas, the fierceness, I don't know <laughs> mm-hmm. if that's the one he is. But when I see that I can step back and question where is my heart posture to the Lord right now. But I've seen, and with my husband specifically um, that when, when my heart is soft to the Lord, that our home is a welcoming place for him. And it's a joy filled place for him to come home to. And it's not because it's like Pinterest perfect. You know, I'm not like Mm -hmm. pottery barn home here. Uh, But it's because my heart is reflected in our home, and uh, he has said before something along the lines of, "You know, I'm I'm home when I'm with you, when you're happy. That that's home, Mm -hmm. and not that I'm always happy and always, you know, everything's always perfect and." Singing a new song when you come home every day. Um, (laughs) It's not like that. But when my heart is in a place of softness towards the Lord and rest in resting in the Lord, and then it's reflected in our home as well. And, and I find that with my children too, that when I am submitting to God's design in this area of my life of me being meek, which really also means being a servant, then I'm more tender towards my children, even in the moments where maybe one's making me really frustrated because of something going on or because we're running really late and we need to get out the door. If my heart has already been tended to by the Lord, then I am prepared in those moments to reflect him in gentleness. And I was thinking about how Jesus is towards me and thinking about that passage in Matthew 11, 28 through 30, where it says, take my yoke upon you, um, for I am gentle and humble in heart. And it's all about that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. And Jesus is says, I am gentle and I am humble in heart. And Jesus wasn't weak. No one would by any means say that Jesus was a weak, no believer. (laughs) I think the world Mm -hmm. might say Jesus was weak. No believer would say Mm -hmm. Jesus was weak. So when we do choose this gentleness and humbleness, we are reflecting Jesus to our children, which is really important.
1: It really is. And this is something that's learned. And I feel like it's it's best practiced in the little mundane, ordinary, irritating things. Mm -hmm. Like you're saying, you're late, your child's... um, Getting on your nerves, they're not listening. Their shoes aren't on. How are you going to choose to respond, and like, how are you going to call upon God's strength in that moment? Yeah, respond in softness and in love that we can only get from God. And I even see this with my perspective shift on everything you're saying of being a servant. Um, laundry. Mm-hmm. Oh, laundry. Okay. You know what? You can choose to see it as laundry or see it as like. A blessing, God. First of all, He gave you clothes. You have a washer. You have children, or you're washing somebody's clothes. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's like I don't have to do this, but I get to do this. And that perspective of like being able to do it, like I get to, is a huge thing too. Just a change.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's very different than the hustle culture that <laughs> says, "Get it done. Here we go. Move along." Um, and again, it goes back to a posture of the heart. I have found that when I'm doing some of those mundane tasks, that if I'm praying for the person whose clothes I'm folding or I remember even before we had kids, when it was just me and Sean, and I used to do all of his uniforms and stuff at home. So I, I would iron that. everything, <laughs> yeah, and I'd pray for him. I would because it took forever, and I would have to pray because you, you know, like law enforcement, their seams all have to be right and everything. Oh. So I would, I would pray though for his safety. I'd pray over the safety of the different parts of his body, for the people he was going to be walking towards. May God use him in their lives and. God use his arms, guide his arms as they work, make them strong for the tasks ahead of him. And such a different mindset than being grumpy as you're getting, you know, a mundane task done that takes longer than you feel like it
1: should. Yeah. And you're right. We're, we're showing our kids and anyone around us, like we're bringing glory to God's name by being more like Jesus. Like even in um, Genesis 1, they say that we're created in God's image, male and female, and you're talking about Jesus and how he's meek. And you might not think that, but think of him as like a whole person. Like he said, Let the children come to me. He cared for the sick and healed the sick. He even like ate dinner with common people and sinners. He washed the disciples' feet. Those are very like soft parts of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the part that because where we're created man and woman, that's like the parts that the women emulate of Jesus.
0: Mm-hmm. And those are also the things that make him approachable. Come unto me, let the little children come. And we want to be that. We want to be that approachable place in our home and out of our home for people who are believers and non-believers. And I think again about those character qualities, like the woman who is like, I am mighty. I am power. I am strong. Like hear me roar. (laughs) I don't, right. I mean, we could just start singing Katy Perry. Um, I don't. I don't see that as being the approachable woman that may, I don't know, maybe that's why people talk to me all the time when I'm in public and because (laughs) maybe I have a different approachability because of a softness that the Lord has in me, that the world says like, you need to be one upping the next person. you got this power. You got this might, like no one is like, oh yes, let's have coffee together. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it allows us to have a different witness too okay, let's, let's move on and make this practical. So how does, how does a mom actually begin doing this? So how do we begin and grow in surrender, dare I say, hmm. to surrendering ourselves in a new way towards this softness? Um, how do you think this, that a good starting place would be for this?
1: Hmm. Well, you know what? I feel like when I chose to do it, I really chose to seek truth and Mm -hmm. to seek God's word. Um, so it's like the daily biblical reading, even if it's just a passage, you Mm -hmm. know, everybody has to start somewhere. Um, that's definitely, I feel like the building blocks right there is just biblical reading. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I, and I think about that passage in Matthew, Matthew 633, that says to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you as well. Yeah. Um and even that passage, maybe it's like, okay, that's great for you. But like my day to day, that's not going to work for me. I think ab- also about that passage that's I am the vine and you are the branches abide in me and you will bear much fruit, but apart from me, you can do nothing. Mm -hmm. And the fruit, when we hear about the fruit of the spirit, I mean, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, those all fall into this same picture of womanhood. And I know they can be manhood too, but specifically thinking about womanhood and reflecting those things. If there's an area of that, that's a struggle, take rest in knowing Jesus said, apart from me, you can do nothing that we're not supposed to be able to do this on our own. So mm-hmm. if you can't, or if you've struggled, or if you think, you know, great for you, that part's not so much for me. You're in <laughs> Jesus already has said that. So this is not new that you're saying this.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I challenge you guys. This is like the um the fierce woman in me. <laughs> <that> <laughs> you do have five minutes to be in mm-hmm. God's word every day. Oh and yeah. We're whatever we're doing, we're choosing that. And so I really do challenge you to like. Um, say God, like help me and show me how this can like bless myself and my family and the people around me for a week and give God mm-hmm. five minutes. Mm-hmm. And you will see a huge difference, I promise. Like it's God's word is like living and active. It's stronger than any sword. Like it is so powerful.
0: Mm-hmm. There is an episode that I don't know if it will be aired before or after this one that you and I are doing when this one is aired, just cause you know how I batch record everything and then kind of put them out over time. Yeah. I'm not sure when this one will be put out, but it's about intentional rhythms and establishing intentional rhythms as a mom. And I talk a lot about that. So that would be an episode that either go back and find if it was like in the last few or look for it ahead. It would for sure be after Christmas. It will be sometime like in January or February, but be watching for that or look for it. Cause it will speak to that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing in beginning this that I want to encourage moms in is that in obedience, in growing in in softness, you're not giving up you, so you aren't going to become less of who you are. That I think about, like Rachel, the parts of who you are of that determinedness and that strongness has become so much more beautiful and God honoring and. It's almost like you think about like Jeremiah 29, where it talks about you knit me together. I praise you for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. Those works were wonderful at the beginning, but they've been refined to now be wonderful and used for God in a new way instead of being used in ways that caused tension and caused stress and caused anxiety and If there are areas in your life that it's like, this area is always stressful or always hard. Our home is hard. My marriage is hard. It's always stressful. Maybe there's some work that the Lord has to do in a character growing area in you to soften you in some of these spaces that will allow there to be some peace. Because again, when we come unto him, we take on his yoke. And his yoke is easy and light. So if life is not easy and light, maybe ask him, Lord, where do you want me to start? Where do you want me to do, to grow? And where do you want me to be different? And I think about the promise in Psalm 25, verse nine, it says, he guides the humble in what is right. And he teaches them his way and he will, he will guide you and he will teach you. And it's not going to make you less. It's going to make you more because it's going to be more of who he actually designed you to be.
1: Totally. And I wanted to share one other thing too, that God revealed to me as as I'm like still on this journey is that aggressive side. So, um, believe it or not, Krista, I've come in a little too hot before on like conversations with my husband, um, (laughs) And it's usually in just the little things like driving to church, like, or, you know. And so what God revealed to me is that being so aggressive or so quick to speak, you know, which God tells us to be slow to speak, um, has actually like whittled him down and, yeah. you know, chipped away, like his ability to like bring things up to me. And so I had to realize we're not to... approachable
0: because we're not <laughs> being know. soft. Right. Right.
1: So I had to obviously, or no, I got to apologize to him for that and Mm -hmm. bring it up. And it has been so incredible to open up that area again. And -hmm. it's the same for relationship with friends, kids, you know, everything. Like Mm -hmm. when we're being harsh constantly, even if it's in little things, it slowly chips away the other person's spirit (laughs) Mm -hmm. and that's not what God wants. So. Mm. Or what we want. No. I don't want it either. So I was very thankful that God revealed that to me.
0: I like that you mentioned the day-to-day things too, because sometimes it's easy to say, well, yes, I'm submissive, like in the big things. I let my, you know, my husband leads in this area or this area, or we talk about things, but if it's a 50, 50, you know, and we're really both just on the torn over it and we've sought the Lord, well, I'll let him lead. He is the leader. And that's the role that God's given him but in the day-to-day things, when it's like picking a parking spot, you know, or the seat to sit in at church or <laughs> the things that like, really just the day-to-day parts of life. Sometimes it's the way that they do things that it's hard to not just oh, even like dinner, we could
1: do this better. Right. <laughs> I asked my husband, what do you want for dinner? He's like pasta. And I'm like, we had pasta yesterday. And he's like, why do you even ask me, Rachel? You already know, and I'm like, I am so sorry. I'm like, I really want to know. That's one of our things too. <laughs> but where should know.
0: we <laughs> I want to know that you want what I want, and so then we'll be good, yeah,
1: pretty much <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I would encourage I would encourage moms in a couple of ways too, thinking about growing in this. Mm-hmm. One is to think about if Jesus was here with me, how would I speak right now? What kind of a posture would I have? towards my husband or towards my um towards my children would i be speaking to them like this if jesus was here because he is right but we don't we don't see him and maybe that idea of it being jesus is a little bit foreign to you still because like that's just so removed from what we actually see but thinking about a godly woman who you respect if you know for me that might be my mom if my mom was here Would I speak to my children like this, because if I wouldn't use that tone because my mom was there, then I probably shouldn't use that tone anyway. And um, that kind of leads me to my last thought is thinking about the importance of finding a godly woman to be a mentor for you. And maybe it's somebody in real life who would be willing to talk you through some things or help you grow in this, or just in, in life in general, some areas that you could use some direction in. Or maybe you don't have a woman to be a space for you in that, but there are so many good books of God, written by godly women. I mean, I think about how many wonderful, wonderful books I've read by Sally Clarkson, or I'm reading a book by Elizabeth Elliot that's wonderful right now. And I will even link a podcast down below that Elizabeth Elliott did on meekness. And mm-hmm. um, it was on October 9th and it was so powerful and so encouraging. Every woman should listen to this podcast episode. So I'll link that for you too. But um, those are some recommendations I would have. Rachel, any other recommendations that you would want to give about growing in this area?
1: Oh, uh, no. Everything you said, books, um, podcasts, gosh, we're like, so we can get, you know, overloaded on things on, honestly, you can get so much good stuff. Another thing too, for people that are really um, seeking in person things is just your local church or the church you attend, like finding women's ministries. Mm -hmm. Um, They have great ways to connect with other women that are either seeking God's truth or might be a possible mentor to you. So, um, and even if you're an introvert, you know, go try Mm -hmm. it. -hmm. Let God grow you and bless you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of growing and blessing you, we would love to be able to bless one of you with a little gift. Mm -hmm. So, we're going to do a giveaway and you can find out about it on our Instagram this week. So, be following on my Instagram or on Rachel's, and we'll share about that as a way that it could be a gift to you. And I pray that today was a blessing to you and that the Lord just encouraged you in the ways that you are seeking Him. To reflect him as part of his image bearer, this beautiful, soft part that God has created. I pray that it's an encouragement to you and that it gives you some things to think on as you go through your week seeking him in your home with your husband and your children. So I hope that you are blessed. Thank you again, Rachel, for being here. I sure appreciate it. My pleasure. Bye, everybody. <laughs> All right. Have a great week, my friends. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any of our weekly conversations. And check out our show notes below, where I have links to the resources mentioned on the podcast. I release a new podcast every Monday and additional content at seekholyliving.com, including a video of this conversation and a deeper dive into all things mom. Also, be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Seek Holy Living for more fun and conversation. If this was an encouragement to you, please share it with your friends.